Is the mic box on? Testing. Yeah, it's on. Okay, okay ready? Yep. Welcome to Decaf, a weekly podcast by the Beacon Center. I'm Taylor. This is Mark. Um, on a snowy-ish day in Nashville, I don't think it's snowing anymore, but snowy it absolutely was. Normal, yeah. yeah, in the deep south, we don't get a lot of snow, and we are happy to see it today. Um, and it's getting close to Christmas, and we have a few Christmas topics, so let's get started. Um, so, fun fact that I just looked up before we came in here. The day of the year that most Americans go to movies on Christmas Day. Um, for Chinese, it's the Chinese New Year. For the French, it's their Labor Day. I think it said it was May 1st. But for Americans, Christmas Day is the day that people go to movies. My family does it a lot. It's kind of weird, though, honestly. Like, I, I, I mean, think it is kind of weird. Never, I, my family does it. I think we we do on Thanksgiving. But like, I feel like Christmas, you're like, oh, you open presents and just kind of hang out. I, I just, I mean, it's not, it makes sense. I just don't, yeah. I don't know anybody who goes to the movie for Christmas. You do now. Yeah, you know our family. We definitely do. I usually fall asleep in the movie theater. It's great. We're seeing Jumanji, too, right before the movie, so that'll be very exciting. Oh, yeah, right yeah. The, not the movies, right before the Christmas. Right before Christmas, the Christmas. yes. The Christmas. You're like an 80-year-old man. <laughs> um, but there's a lot of movies that are coming out, so I'm really excited to see Cats. I know that's a hot take. People are not pumped about Cats, but Taylor Swift is in it, and she is my queen. Um, <laughs> I'm excited to see Little Women, which people have been kind of hating on it, but Emma Watson is in it. She is also my queen. I want to see that uh, enough one. Queens. <laughs> you, don't, you don't get this many queens. I can have as many country. as I want. Um, I want to see that one that you saw with your mom in New yeah, York. Yeah, Knives Out. Okay, so it's not scary. You not said scary. it's very funny. It's like a it's a comedy slash mystery, but it's mostly a comedy. And there, as long as it's not scary, there's then no, I can do it's it. not scary at all, and there's no real violence. Okay, you see somebody died, and they're trying to solve his murder. But okay, you so it's like Clue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, I like it's that. It's like Clue, except. It's more funny than it is serious, I would say. Okay. Okay, well, I like that. And that one guy who's like, who's ever the, the good-looking guy is, is in it? Uh, there's probably he, a few. No, there's only one. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Oh, gosh. Well, he's very I funny. I need some more context. There's he's a lot very, of good-looking men. He's one of the superheroes. I don't know. Oh. Okay. <laughs> like, well, he's in a superhero movie. I literally no idea what you're okay, talking well, about. Okay, well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Jeez. Um, so you're not excited to see Bombshell. So Bombshell is the one about no. Roger Ailes from Fox News being taken down by the female anchors. I'm not. Nicole Kidman is in that, I and would, I love her also my queen I will see it every woman in the world's your queen I will see it I just I always worry about anything partisan either way I know and like Fox News is very clearly a right-wing outlet and like I'm sure the people who made it are likely left-wing totally people so like I just always worry about what the goal is behind it but I love the movies that are about like journalism like I loved Spotlight even though it was so sad like they're so intense I don't know there's something about them that I just this love this isn't really about journalism I don't think yeah it's kind of I guess not sexual harassment that's stuff true Fox News, which I mean it, it's very clear that did happen I just I always worry about the way they portray things like even like yeah. the George W. Bush movie movie yeah um or watergate movies or like w whatever it is and like it doesn't matter to you jfk like either way it just is concerning to me that's true especially in a narrative style movie and not in like a documentary and I, I wonder how much of these things are actually facts too as opposed to like because i'm sure it's gonna be one of those like you're really making me not excited to see it it'll anymore be like a, it'll probably be like a uh i don't know if they call them where it's like it's a fiction mixed with facts like i don't know if that's like called. historical fiction yeah something of. like that i bet like well, obviously historical it's like one year ago but yeah still. seriously okay well we'll see what happens um speaking of other things that we are really excited about drum roll please the pork report is here um we released it on wednesday and now that it's released if you haven't seen it already we can tell you what the pork of the year is we had um yeah. voting going on on our facebook page and on our website and this year's pork of the year is the one 
$14.5 million soccer stadium upgrade in Murfreesboro. Now, $14.5 million. A private, like it's not yeah. like a high school. Like $14.5 million is a lot of dollars. <laughs> um, but it makes it even worse. What adds insult to injury is, I'm just going to read it straight from the report, Murfreesboro is losing nearly $150,000 per year on this soccer complex. That's currently. That's before the it's upgrade. currently. The and city they, they owns these, this thing. So, so they're doing that, and they're adding fourteen point five million dollars on top of that right so which the com- okay this says even with the city's promise to turn the complex deficit into a hundred and fifteen thousand dollar per year profit which not gonna happen is not gonna happen, not gonna happen. hot garbage <laughs> it would take a hundred and twenty seven years to pay off the debt I'm sorry. So that's, that's who thought this was a good idea. That's the city's best estimate, which we uh, we talked a bit a little bit offline. Like these numbers by governmental organizations are never good. They're always terrible numbers because they want no. they want to spend public money. So like, exactly. Oh. And, and even with their horrendous numbers, what's the number? A hundred and it's going to take a hundred and twenty seven years. Hundred and twenty seven years to pay this off. That is hot garbage. This is at the same time that. The county and the city of Murfreesboro have both raised property taxes. The city of Murfreesboro raised it about yeah. 37%. What a joke. I didn't even put that together in my brain until you just said that. Yeah, it says it in the report. Okay, uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I didn't write that one. No, no, I did So, yeah, but, like, on top of this idea, they're spending all this money. They're saying, we're so cash-strapped right now. We need more of your money. We're going to raise your property taxes 38%. What? And then spend it on this terrible a soccer joke. stadium that is losing tons of money. What a joke. It, I mean, it, It's really bad. There's there's a lot of other ones in here. That one really is like a super offensive Very, example of pork, Which is why it won. I, I which is why it won. I, I My favorite one was the, um, the one about... Uh, Graceland wanting a hundred million dollars to move, um, the, to stay. or to stay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The Memphis City Council authorized seventy-five million dollars in incentives for Graceland. Um, that came on the heels of veiled threats by the management company to actually move Graceland brick by brick from Memphis. I am so sorry. What, like? The city of Memphis gives out money in, in these insane ways, like moving FedEx, like two blocks. Like they move these places from one part of the city to the other, and they give them a ton of money. So a bajillion dollars. I mean, the idea they gave them seventy-five million dollars is not surprising to just stay and I guess expand their grace end a little bit. Yeah, but which who, is Elvis is like. Why wouldn't someone call their bluff on that? I mean, They're not gonna move. I think that they feel like they say, "Oh, look, look at all these jobs we created." I mean, it's it's insane, mm-hmm. but it's Memphis. Okay, well, and, Nash- and Nashville's just as bad. Nashville's just as bad. We're report. really sorry. Um, so, going from something that makes my blood boil to something that actually is going to be a positive move in the direction of responsible governance, the Trump administration did something really good this week. They have instituted a new rule that is going to mandate transparency in pricing for hospitals. So, um, as of 2021, hospitals are going to have to disclose the pricing that they negotiate with insurers and health providers, and the hospitals are ticked. Like, they are not happy in the least, um, which I didn't know this ahead of time, but I did a little research on it, read the article, because healthcare is not really my thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm more of a education girl, but... Um, 
apparently hospitals already have to disclose what they call standard pricing for and, different and services. When you say disclose it, though, they don't have to make it like public. I think public. they put I, it I, online. I, I think if somebody asked for Maybe it, so. I, I think if somebody asked for it, they have to tell them. But I don't think they actually have to like put it online or put it Maybe in not. Thing. But they have to disclose what they call standard pricing. But those prices are inflated so that they can negotiate with insurance providers and, and health care providers. And so I think it's just really, um, no matter what you think of the Trump administration, I feel like we're really fair toward the administration, meaning that yeah, both ways. we say when they're doing things that are, to use my phrase of the day, I guess, hot garbage, and we say that we pat them on the back when they do things that are good, I think this is going to be a really good thing. I mean, unless you're a hospital or someone who's just adamantly opposed to Trump as a person, I don't think you can find fault in this. I mean, this is really good. It's, it's good for everybody. I mean, transparency, when, when you talk about the government being involved, and obviously the government gives, I mean, there's public hospitals, I mean, the government gives a lot of money to these hospitals. Um, there should be a transparent process. One of the biggest, actually the number one issue for people voting in 2020 is health care. Correct. It's a big deal. Correct. Uh, whether you like Trump's plan, you don't like them, whether you want uh, Medicare for all, it is the biggest issue for people. Correct. And this can only help, I mean, it's a smart move by Trump, right? Before oh, absolutely. I mean, it's certainly going to help him with maybe some undecided voters. Who, who are, are reasonable thinkers. Well, yeah, and just and, and you're just saying, you know what, like, I, I don't want Medicare for all, but I'm also not happy with the way the current system is. Like, this is kind of a an olive branch to say, like, look, yeah, we're not going to make these wholesale changes, like, for a, a whole revolution or new system, but we can make prices cheaper, and we can force hospitals to compete with each other for capitalism, standard, baby. Yeah, for standard kind of procedures. Um, there's a there's a hospital surgery center. It's called the Surgery Center of Oklahoma, and you can go to their website. It's actually really interesting. I've gone through a lot of their prices, but you can go and select a surgery, and it'll tell you exactly how much it costs, and it's fully transparent, and people go from all over the United States to get procedures there because they're fully transparent the their prices. Seriously. Except for Jalen Hurts, Boomer Sooner for yeah, the next few days. I don't think days. he wants to stay there. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, um, I, I just think that this move could be a really great move for the nation to go more toward that type of model where people know exactly what they're getting and you don't have some surprise bill. Yeah, after it's, you it's, have it's great. I think, I think everyone from every every party and every side of the aisle can get behind Can this. get behind that. Okay. Even so, the Green Party. Yeah, even <laughs> the Green Party. Um, so last thing, let's talk about, because it's getting close to Christmas, and I want to end on a happy note because I get really fired up about the pork report. Um, let's talk about our favorite Christmas gifts. Um, I have a few that are really girly, but I'm going to let Mark go first and tell you his favorite Christmas gifts because I'm almost kind of embarrassed about mine. Yeah, there's two I just remember really, really vividly. Um, I remember when I got a PlayStation 2, which and it was pretty new at that point, so for oh, people yeah. who don't know, it's like a gaming system. How old were you? Because I got one for Christmas one year, too, with the Britney Spears dance beat game on it. And it's probably, I mean, I was probably... 11 or 12. So I was, I was pretty, I was like nine. Well, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That, that was yeah. right about, cause I mean, I'm like three years old. Yeah. So right about the time yeah. it came out. But yeah, it was a huge deal. And I mean, just knowing that my parents did not have a lot of extra money and that, uh, yeah. this was a really expensive thing that I kind of thought, like I asked for it, but I thought it's out of their price range. Totally. So when they got it for me, it was like a really big deal. And I was shocked I, when I, I got and, mine too. And I knew how hard they worked for it. So like, I, mm -hmm. I think I appreciate it even more. And I, mm -hmm. I mean, it was, I felt like the coolest person around. Yeah. And then I loved, I got Weird Al tickets for my first concert ever. My mom uh, and dad got me Weird so Al. so on brand. I was like, brand. I was like 11. He, have you ever seen Weird Al? Do you know who he is? I mean, in music videos. Oh, he like dresses up uh, for each song. It's, it's an incredible experience. That is so <laughs> on brand for you to want Weird Al tickets as a child. Well, still, still do. My favorite gifts of all time, I got an Easy Bake Oven one year, which um, the cakes that Easy Bake Oven makes is, are disgusting. It's like you mix this powder with water and you put it in 
pan and it goes through the Can you oven. Do your own and recipe or do you have to use theirs? I think you have to use theirs, Ugh. and it is nasty. But I forced my whole family to eat them for oh, dessert. God. I made all these little teeny cakes, and oh, was, no, you wouldn't. You would love being in my family. I was a delight <laughs> as a child. I'm not a delight as an adult. But can you imagine what? Like, it's funny to think about what parents like do for their kids. Like, oh, like oh, you should oh, yeah. eat this. Like, mm, stuff, yum. stuff that people are willing to do for them. Like, and, and like spend an hour and a half every day. Like my my friend who's got a kid. Like, it's like I watch Frozen twice a day. I'm I vividly remember my dad saving his cake for later that oh, I made God, my smart, easy cake I have not thought about that maybe in 20 years. I bet the trash really enjoyed your Yeah, cupcake. I'm sure. I'm sure. It's probably too good. He was very excited yes. for it later. Yes, bad. seriously. But I think that my favorite gifts have a theme because last year I got a crock pot and a KitchenAid mixer for Christmas. And I think that's probably showing my age that I got really excited about a crock pot. But y'all, this thing can do everything. It well, is I, a pressure cooker and a crock pot. Crock pots make like roast beef right is that like, yes, like mark. That's, is that what i know them from mark has learned how to cook this year well i i made cookies once he <laughs> made as, cookies one time I did, now i Good had job. a recipe yep i mean it was i got a lot of help from kier's family yes but, like, i did make it so he was coached i was coached he made and, and there's a whole and like but i, I wrapped them where are my cookies you, you don't want them i mean they're not that good they're, <laughs> oh they're, they're very mediocre mine, but like, they're not bad mark mark <laughs> has learned how to cook this year it's been a big year for mark um <laughs> next week i think we're going to talk about our new year's resolutions i hope yep. yours is to learn how to cook something other than steak and cooking and mediocre is. cookies I, I I have wait, don't th- tell me now don't ah, tell me now ah, wait till so next sorry. week wait okay. till next week i don't have a list yet i gotta get my crap together I before will. next week yes. but um he's got an excel document with his new year's resolutions i'm gonna see if i can come up with something that i think i can carry through the whole year before next week maybe stop saying hot garbage that might be a good i feel like i've heard that five times <laughs> maybe you should stop bullying <laughs> me on the podcast Not, that, yeah, <laughs> b- bullying you more is one of my resolutions he's gotta give the viewers gotta give the viewers what they want. Right. Um, thanks for watching. We'll see you next week. See you later.